And we are back. Welcome to another edition of the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. I'm one of your co-hosts today, Cynthia Conte, and my lovely co-host right here. And Giandra LaBeouf is back, and we are back in Vegas. And it's been so long since we've been together, and we finally get to kick off 2023 and talk a new season of boxing and get caught up and do all those good things and, and be with each other mm -hmm. and, you know, commiserating our misery of where boxing is right it now. It really is. You know, when you think it gets better... It really doesn't. <laughs> it just, all these all these mythical matchups where we're like, yes, and all the fights that we think are going to happen. No. Something. You it's know, like karma. It I, really I, is. I'm starting to feel like it's karma for something we did as kids. Right? It's just like we're hoping and praying. It's like Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. The New Year's going to bring us all of this joy. And, and nothing but a lump of coal. Lump of coal and empty promises. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay, well... During uh, during the break, and we're, there, there were a lot of fights, but the one fight that we do want to talk about, because it was so big, everyone kept talking about it, because there's a lot of things surrounding this particular boxer, is Tank Davis. Uh, before he even stepped in the ring, there were things of Ryan Garcia. He allegedly will be the next in line because mm -hmm. he was victorious over H Hector Garcia. Let's, get not, let's not get that twisted. But um, I didn't think Hector looked that bad. No, I didn't. And I mean, how often do we get to see Tank go rounds? Right. You know, maybe that's necessary since the activity is so infrequent. Maybe it's better for him to go rounds, go multiple rounds, so we can see what he's really capable of, especially as he's starting to step up and up and up in competition and potentially face Ryan Garcia, who mm -hmm. he will definitely need those rounds for. Yeah, and as we know that uh, nothing is set in stone. We saw um, Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, you know, talking like there was no contract. But now him and Ryan Garcia have posed that there are terms. It's not necessarily a contract that the fight will actually happen. It's terms of an agreement because there are certain things happening in personal lives that we all know about that we are not going to really talk about because it's none of our, you know, right, it's I don't want to talk. About. It's talked about. I don't want to go about. It's just, it's nonsense. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that fight will end up happening. Please don't be April 15th because that is my son's birthday and I have to miss it. I'm sorry. I will work fight week. I will work fight week with you, but that day is tax day, and that is my son's second birthday, so. I will be there. Yeah, if not, just push it off in the summer, which exactly. is totally fine. Which may happen anyway. Yeah, it will. Ha something will happen. And another fight that didn't happen, or another fight that should have happened, Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford. <sighs> God. What can you even say about that at this point? I mean, it's so frustrating. I don't know if it's, a, is it even frustrating for them at this point to, that the fight is not happening? There's been so much back and forth. I mean, I can go back to the archives where both of them were talking in 2016, 2017 of how they ultimately wanted to have a big showdown. And now it looks like it's all but dead. Everyone keeps saying all this circle the block and all, thing, and all these things, but I don't know if it's coming back. And you know what I hate? I hate if that's going to be the same thing that'll ultimately happen with, uh, Pacquiao. Virgil oh. and um, Boots and Boots Ennis. I feel like there it's gonna be the same. Thing. I ain't gonna even talk about that whole thing because you know, <coughs> I was. I mean, I'm still kind of like the president of the Boots fan club. You, you are, but we are. But the problem is that I need to see activity from all y'all welterweights. What the? F you guys, you know. Yeah, our guest over here on Zoom they is know shaking. What it is. They, he knows what's up. They, Every, everyone knows. They fighters, but they're fighters and they're fighting, but they're fans first because they had to be fans before yeah. they started. And I would imagine, even if you're a competitor within the sport, you want to see some good matchups too. And this ain't it. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, I would love to see Virgil. Uh, he has his uh, mandatory staniosis. Mm -hmm. Is that? I, I, I want to say that's that's mean machine. Stan right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, then you have Boots versus whomever. I, I, it should have just been Virgil versus Boots. Let's just, you know, let's just do that. I don't right. know why Errol Spence is not fighting Boots or Virgil. I get it. You have all these stupid mandatories, but. These are mandatory fights. These these people want it. You know what? Let's not even get started because I'm getting really pissed off because these fights need to happen. You want a drink? Uh, oh, oh, you haven't. <laughs> oh, you could get me toasty. <laughs> you could get me toasty. Uh, but here we all right, are. Yeah, period. So we're not going to even talk about that because this it's 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 the soap opera that keeps on going. Yes. It is the fight, yeah. Like a great telenovela. Telenovela. Um, and then uh, do we want to talk about fights that are going to come up or... All fights that have not happened. You know what? Let's or just, you know, because we are gluttons for punishment. Let's just look <laughs> at the things that we were promised. It's like when you make your list for Santa Claus and then the, the presents never show up. Santa never comes. So now we are into 2023. As of the taping today, it is January 20th. Yeah. We have no Crawford Spence. We have no, I mean, they can say all they want, but until I see people walking down to the ring, we have no Tank Ryan yet. We have no, uh, what's some other fights that we were well, supposed there, to Well, there is allegedly, people say Usyk uh, Fury might not happen. And where is Anthony Joshua? Anthony Joshua is in Derek James' corner now. That's, yeah. So that there was a really good quote that Robert Garcia said that he needs to train obviously in the u.s to like really absorb everything but you have to be able to it's it's not derek any any trainer can train their certain way mm -hmm. but it's joshua's mindset which i i believe i agree with that, i believe but that what, he has to absorb what what does he we has to absorb something here in the united states no 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 like the a, a different training so oh, okay yeah I that's what you. i mean but uh, de, uh but at the end of the day it's really up to anthony joshua like he has to change his mind, his thinking of, you know, because maybe it is, it could be still PTSD of like that post-traumatic of how he lost and how the, the stresses of coming back to becoming a world champion or just get on, just winning again, just be, not even getting a belt, just being on the, in the winning column. So there's a lot of challenges. And then also, you know, it, hypothetically, if it doesn't work out with Derek, what does he do next? Does he bounce to the next trainer? Mm -hmm. Is it is it the trainer or is it Anthony Joshua? So those are a lot of unanswered questions that uh, we might be able to find out. Uh, we, we might not. We don't know. You know, another fight we're not getting that we were supposedly going to get? Deontay Wilder, Andy Ruiz, because it was ordered by the WBC. Uh, and now Anthony Ru Andy Ruiz is going to fight someone else. Flip a flip a. Flip. Flip a jickawickwiz. Flip a whatever. Hergovich. Hergovich. So we'll see. Um, that, that's by the IBF. And then Wilder was for the WBC. I wrote it down. And Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. Another yeah. fight we're not going to get. Final em Because eliminator. now they're talking about he might fight the uh, MMA guy, Francis Ngannou. Ngannou, who was uh, let go mutually with himself. <laughs> From the UFC because that, that some politics I don't know. So what the hell are we getting? Are we getting anything? Can we have anything, please? Something. Give us something. Well, I mean, this. Uh, well, before anything else, we're gonna have to take a break because we're gonna come back to some really, really good stuff because it's gonna go on to the next segment of Are we gonna get anything else that we really wanted to see? Yes, and we in 2023 we are pledging to be more positive. <laughs> We are trying to be positive. We need to burn some sage around Usa. boxing at this point. It is. Usa. 
You know, put some holy water on it. Save it. Please, please save us. And that on that end, we'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so okay. Bro, that's our cut. Okay, so. that is our cut. We <coughs> all right. Three, two, one. Ready? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to the wide shot. I'm watching. Oh. White shot. White shot. Oh, all right. We are back. Okay, on the on the heels of what we were just talking about, fights that we really, really wanted to see in 2023 and beyond, we were anticipating to see the comeback of Adrian Broner. Yes. And Ivan Redcatch. Yes. Good competitive fight. My God, that that would have been a great fight. Uh, they this this fight has been brewing for many many years, mm -hmm. and uh, BLK Prime, who are the ones that put on the Crawford fight. Uh, are the ones we're the ones putting it on, and this particular fight with Broner versus Redcatch would have been put on by Christy Martin Promotions, mm -hmm. which I love, which is awesome. And then also, you know, it was the return of Adrian Broner, and it was seen. It's it was seeming like he was in a different place. Yeah, he was ready to really be serious and focused. Good serious opponent, and just a way to reintroduce reintroduce himself yeah. back in, into boxing. But again. We no, can't get nothing. We can't have shit. Yeah. And before we start going off on our talk, our shit, mm -hmm. uh, we want to introduce um, and welcome to you to the show. Yes. Ivan, is your, what is your nickname? Is it El Terrible or is it, is it still? Okay. El Terrible yeah. Red Catch. <laughs> and your beautiful wife, manager, multitasker, everything, Anya Red Catch. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So as you heard us. We were talking about, we really wanted to see you back in the ring. The last time we did see you in the ring was against Regis Progre on the Triller card. We spoke to Regis about that, and, you know, that's a whole different segment. And But now we're in this, we're, we're here. It's been like a week since everything fell out. We thought we were having a fight. I thought, you know, maybe these were just rumors and headlines that you weren't fighting. I'm like, oh, did he injure himself? And then you came out and we're just saying... You weren't. You were blaming one particular person, mm -hmm. and you can tell us your story. So, what? Ex tell us exactly how did this all first to come about? How did BKL BLK come into the picture against uh, for you to fight Adrian Broner? Скажу, что я очень долго ждал этого боя, и в один день мне позвонил BLK и предложил этот бой. BLK reached Ivan directly, and they offered him this fight. And of course, he said yes, and immediately brought this offer to his promoter and his advisor. So that's how he was reached by BLK, mm -hmm. and he found out about it, this, this particular fight. Mm -hmm. So you, so Joe knew about this before. Yes. Okay. So no, I did, I was under the impression he didn't know that you, uh, you Ivan and the t your team, uh, solidified this fight without Joe in the mix. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think this one should be clarified because I also like heard some uh, comments and statements that Ivan's so uh, self-independent, even though he has a promotion like Raymond, but he negotiated everything himself, which is wrong. So it's not, uh, let's clarify this part. Even though Ivan received the offer directly to him, and there is a reason because um, Joe put himself as a promoter uh, to the box rack, if I'm not mistaken, like two, maybe a little bit, more than two weeks ago. Mm. So, oh. yeah, I, pull, I pulled up your box wreck and I see that there and I noticed that that wasn't there before. So that's why BLK reached Ivan directly mm -hmm. and immediately sent him an offer. I mean, 
ask him about offers, said that this is Edwin Bronner, this is the date, this is the amount. And of course, Ivan said yes, and immediately brought it to his promoter. So, and then promoter was involved into negotiations because otherwise Ivan wouldn't fly to Nebraska. Mm. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, because I figure you just don't take a fight without your team, your promoter, <coughs> your manager in on this and saying yes to all parties. Especially someone who's at the point at Ivan is in his career. I'm looking at his right. He's not inexperienced. He's not fresh and new. He's you guys are aware of the process. So the the way it's being painted is that you guys went just off on your own and started doing whatever without any regard. But you have worked with the promoter for many, many years. Why are they trying to to paint it as if you just went off and did your own thing? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why they basically start talking to Joe. And as I said, only after everything was done, Ivan flew to Nebraska. And it actually was a last minute because uh, I believe they tried to find a solution with Joe. And finally, they reached it and Joe let him fly to Nebraska. So basically, the verbal agreement was done. So then what happened from the time once he did the face-off in Nebraska mm-hmm. to... The uh, to Ivan saying, I can't fight, this is out of my control. It was because of Joe DeGuardia from Starbucks. What happened in between all of that? <clears throat> so Ivan came back, his camp started, and he was fully involved into his camp. Okay. Joe didn't, no, 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 he didn't even call like for a while. So he sent an emails, How is your camp going? Who is your trainer? Who is your coach? Is everything fine? Ivan said, Yes, everything is fine. So we just been waiting for the, um, about agreement mm-hmm. and Joe had to send his release. That's it. That's it. How did and, you? Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Anya. And then probably right before the new year, Joe became very uh, like involved, involved, just particularly involved. And he said, "Well, from now on, I will do all negotiations. You guys not allowed to talk to BLK. Um, not you, Anya, not your advisor, like no one, if you receive text messages, phone calls, otherwise you, you have to transfer everything to me, otherwise you're in a violation of protocol, but I have no idea what's the protocol he was talking about always. Um, I'm like, maybe you refer to the agreement, the but what the protocol? Are you his manager? So, By, are you? No. Okay. No, it just happened that I know English a little bit better than Ivan. That's okay. it. So, yeah, I just basically I was helping him to translate. That's okay. it. But then at some point, uh, Joe decided avoid even Ivan's because Ivan has advisor slash attorney. And uh, at some point, Joe even tried to avoid him. So not talking to him, uh, not basically do everything on his own, avoid any legal uh, process and uh, start like negotiate but my question was uh, what are you going to negotiate because if i'm not mistaken everything was done yes it was done but that's not what i want that's not how it has to be it should be different uh, way and uh, they don't know how they work uh, blk is a new promotion company they know it's a bad company you might be screwed up so I have to be involved. I'll be the only one. Okay, so if you want to be involved, if there is some, like, issues you think, so, of course, like, you know, who am I to tell you what to do? Like, I'm, like, the third party. I'm not even, like, under your contract or anything. So you're the promoter, and you probably know what, you to, well, what you're going to do. 
And that's it. So Ivan was uh, continue his camp, and then all of a sudden we start getting some, uh, I would say, disturbing emails from Joe. Keep saying that uh, everything is wrong. It's not the way it has to be. And uh, by that time, he's already received a bar agreement. Oh. And he didn't send it to us. So, and I said, Joe, that, but the Ivan has the right to see agreement. And it's agreement between BLK and Ivan. It's not between you and BLK. So I think he allows to see if you have any changes, right? So if you have some concerns, brought it up to the BLK. So, and you guys negotiate between each other. Like if you think that, that some provision is wrong or something should be added. So that's the question to BLK. You have to bring and you guys have to negotiate. But Ivan has the right to see the bar agreement. And... Um, yeah, it took a while for Joe to send about agreement. He was uh, saying, like, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. But the BLK also, I like, couldn't wait, like, any more longer. They even, like, postponed the sale tickets date. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's supposed to be on November, January 9, mm -hmm. but they postponed it because there is no signed bot agreement, which Joe was holding. And uh, last Saturday, Joe finally sent the bot agreement. And when I opened it up, it was 10 pages about agreement between Joe and Ivan. And there is not even a word about BLK, but something about that it's going to be BLK pay-per-view. That's it. And the rest was 10 pages. And he tried to put, I think, all provisions to, I don't know, like, it's, like he even was demanding 50% of, in case Edwin Bronner will overweight. He was demanding 50% of the penalty, overweight penalty. Wow. He was for himself? Himself. He did the same thing to Chris Algieri. Wow. That's why he and Chris himself. Algieri had the Wow. I didn't know that. I knew he had some issues with Chris, but I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. So another thing which is ring the bell that basically... BLK will send Ivan's purse to him directly. Oh boy. So that they're going to pay him, not to Ivan. Another provision was uh, it's basically that team corner, everybody from the team. And I had a question I'm like, Do I, what if I'm the team too? So is this is uh, like that's what I followed, I have to follow too. So basically, it says that anyone from your team or corner has to notify me about any and all logos you have to wear. I mean, you, you will be wearing. Oh, wow. What? If, uh, if it's not going to be done, there is a penalty 75% out of the purse. 75%? 75% out of the purse. Not 7.5? No, 75%. Okay, so... If you... Wait, wait, hold on, what? hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so, you know, the 50... If there are patches on your sir you know that are for a sponsorship that you gained or anything if he doesn't prior approve those sponsorships you have to default and give him 75 percent of the total purse of the purse. correct oh, Absolutely. wow oh hell but also yeah that provision was very broad very broad and um i had a question like okay so do i consider as a team what if i will wear something like with some logo, but it doesn't mean that it's a sponsorship. So it means he's gonna like the the penalty will be mm -hmm. like how how, how the like yeah. it was ridiculous. I was speechless. So then um, 
You have an advisor as a lawyer also, correct? Correct. So he, he literally, like, when he saw it, he said, like, there is nothing to review. It just has to be crossed out. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And long, yeah. that agreement shouldn't be, like, on the top of the promotional agreement. Mm -hmm. So my understanding that he tried to put that provisions which uh, were not enforceable under the promotional agreement. He tried to put it in the bar agreement so to make sure that it will be enforceable for the future. Yes. He even tried to, uh, on the last page, it was says that he will, uh, after this bout, so for example, if his promotional agreement under the three years, so after this bout, it's going to be like for four years. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So how that relevant to this bout agreement? Not at all. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, he sent exact um, he sent another agreement to BLK. So it was the agreement about agreement between BLK and Starboxing. Okay. So, so and during so during that time when he tried to send an additional agreement over to BLK Prime, were you did you were you able to see a copy of what he sent over or how did you BLK? become aware? Yeah, uh, what uh, Starboxing? When did you become aware of? what he was trying to send them to change the terms of your fight? Um, so I had to break the rule, and I called Bill K. Good for you. Exactly, as you I should. Just, I, 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 we had no choice because he started pushing on Ivan, saying, send him, sending him emails, oh, you have to sign it, sign it, sign it. Here's the electronic version. You're going to sign it through DocuSign. I'm like, wait a minute. You can't send him like anything. He's not going to sign it. And he has an attorney who didn't say yes. Yeah. to him he didn't advise him to sign uh even he at the first draft he put a provision that it's a fight under 144 pounds what but it's never been 144 pounds it's always been 147 pounds mm -hmm. oh my so, god and many many other like little but very important stuff he put in the 10 pages to make sure so long story short in case ivan signed that contract about agreement, he will take all rights out of the island for four years. Did so real fast? You recently signed with Starboxing with Joe not too long ago. Am I correct? Yes, August six. August. Okay, so it's very recent. Did he ever tell you these kinds of things that's going to happen as a as your promoter? That these were the percentages, if it was a golden boy fight or a top rank fight, were these kind of the percentages that you knew you were going to be giving up in a fight? Or is it just specifically for this uh, Adrian Broner fight with BLK Prime? It's never been discussed before. Uh, I mean, like, we had a promotional agreement. Do you have an alarm going off really fast? Is that a nursery? I'm like, is that my phone? I'm like, what is that? It sounded like the baby was awake. I was something. like, is it my phone? No. Oh, I'm no. sorry. Go ahead. So uh, there is a promotional agreement. And everything had to be like based on the promotional agreement. He never said anything about uh, that he's going to create any additional bot agreements or he will like, demand the penalties or he will demand like the sponsorship. It's never been brought to Ivan before. And since August, he didn't even send him any valid offers to the fight. 
Wow. And Ivan asked him, like, if you don't want me to fight at this particular court for some odd reason, can you offer me something better, like better opportunity as better opponent or better purse? Mm -hmm. But he couldn't. That's really terrible. That it is. That's really, really terrible. At least you're fighting for your own your your own career. This is your own career. If your promoter is not going to do it for you, I mean, I wouldn't. I I can I can see why he was trying to get involved, but taking that kind of percentage, it's really is taking ridiculous. advantage of, it is. of someone. And so when when you guys originally signed, had the Broner fight been proposed yet, or were you already with him when the Broner fight was proposed? And how did you even, and how did you connect? Did you seek him out? Did he seek you out? How did you come together? You're talking about come together with uh, BLK or? With, with uh, Star Boxing. Why did, how did they decide to work? To, how did Ivan and, and um, how did they decide to work together? Написать ему, говорю, ты можешь мне организовать бои? Он говорит, давай подпишем контракт. Айвен uh, had a gap in uh, fights for a year, mm -hmm. and he wasn't able to find anything as a free agent. He was basically shopping around for promotions, and uh, basically he reached Star Boxing, and he asked them if there is uh, anything they can offer him in exchange of the signed promotional agreement. And of course, Joe... Was telling him like a beautiful stories how uh, mm -hmm. great he is mm -hmm. and uh, he's going to help him, and yes, 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 let's sign it like immediately in September, October. I'm going to put you on a card. Just get ready, be ready. So of course, I haven't signed the contract, but it was September, October, November, and nothing. Mm -hmm. So the contract that you have out with him outside, not including the BLK Prime fight. What is the length of your agreement? How long do you have to stay? How many fights do you have to satisfy? Is there a minimum of fights you have to participate in to fulfill your agreement with him? With Judge it's Guardian? a three years, three years agreement. The first year, uh, Joe has to provide him with uh, three bouts. Second year, three bouts. And the um, third year, two bouts. And with those three, three bouts within that, does it say anything about his splits or is it just very broad? It's just a very, uh, not about this, please. It just basically says the minimum amount he may offer him for the bout number one, bout number two, bout number three. It says that uh, if he wants to fight, like, um, it's actually, I don't like that contract. Because even if you will take, like, a careful look and, like, read it for the third or even fourth time, you will see that even about the bouts, it's kind of not clear. It says that he will provide him. But at the very last, like, you know, page, if you will connect it, it says that the promoter will offer you fights. But wow. that doesn't mean that he will basically make that fight. You would think as a promoter, you want to get, try to give the best fights for the person that you sign because you're, you are the promoter and you would like other boxers to come to you to get signed with you because of the fights you put on. This is awful. This is some that terrible. Really, this, it really makes me mad. Right? You know, it's we so think boxing can't get any worse, and it does. Yeah. Hmm. So where so where are you now? Now that this big opportunity has been derailed for you guys, uh, could be a record payday. Where where are you guys now? What is he offering in return to take the place 
of this opportunity that you no longer have? What 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 is he saying now? Вчера украли просто мою мечту. Она глаза у всех, и я просто сейчас разочарованный so he just stole my dream he destroyed uh, he destroyed my dream and uh, right now I just have to find the way how to get rid of this contract and uh, move on otherwise it's gonna be the same I was offered another fight basically uh, I was offered another fight right after the Bronner but it's gonna be the same issue. Mm. Oh, that's It's going right. to be exactly the same issue. And if we go back to the BLK, right, when I broke the rule and I reached BLK, and uh, the first thing they asked me, like, guys, why we lost that communication? Because it's so complicated and hard to communicate with Joe. Yeah, it's well, hard to reach him because nobody has his direct <coughs> phone number. Even Ivan doesn't have his direct phone number. Mm. It's his office number and extension. And he will call you back when he thinks it's necessary. And uh, also they said that all that time, he never negotiated anything in Ivan's favor. He didn't even brought up his name. All the time he was negotiating only his portion. So when they basically stretch stretch that uh, wallet a little bit, he probably made a decision for himself that right now he may ask for anything. And that uh, agreement which he sent them, it was between BLK and um, BLK and uh, Starboxing, and it's actually where he demands and claims that he's gonna get in case Edren Bronner will overweight, he's gonna get everything. That's crazy. Have so you- in Ivan's agreement, it says fifty percent goes to Ivan, but in his agreement to BLK, it says that everything goes to him. You know, I mean, I if I was BLK and if I saw that, I'd be like, this is it's a little weird, like the the wording of it. I think any any person that would just read a contract like that would smell something fishy. If if the if someone's overweight, the person or that that percentage should automatically go to the fighter, not all of it to the promoter. This sounds like Muhammad Ali ag violations across the board. Has your attorney? Given you advice on that or, or an avenue to pursue to kind of negate this contract or just show that they're negotiating in bad faith? They're yeah. not really negotiating at all. Yeah. So that's uh, that's basically what we're going to discuss, and that's what we have to do. <coughs> yes, but right now, just Ivan has to calm down, yeah, keep his chin up, mm-hmm. and we have to find a way out of this contract. You should talk to Chris Algieri. Honestly. Oh, by the way, we uh, actually we receive. Um, I receive a message from Carlos uh, Takama's wife, oh. and she basically you through the text message. I could feel her pain, how disappointed she is, how they've been harmed by uh, Starboxing. Wow! And she said he did exactly the same to my husband, exactly the same. We tried to get rid of the contract since 2019. Mm. Oh. And uh, she said that I'm so happy that you guys brought it up because we thought that we're alone and maybe something wrong with us. Maybe we don't understand. Or, But that's exactly the same issue my husband had with him. And right now our contract with him is over, but he doesn't want to let him go. What? 
yes, his their contract was over in September of 2022. And right now she said that we about to basically file the lawsuit, if I'm not mistaken, to because he doesn't want to let him go. You guys should join lawsuits and do a class yeah. action lawsuit. Class action. And I believe there is a more other boxers. Ivan was reached by his, we can't pronounce his name, but he, um, he's a he's Ukrainian boxer, yeah. right? So he's also, he was or he's still under, on Billy listening machine. Sure, yes. yes, he's under the promotional agreement with him as of right now. And he said that Joe made him, it's a mandatory, to make him sell his own show tickets. Go door to door, restaurants, offices, uh, lounges, sell his own show tickets. Was there like a maximum that he needed to sell? No, he didn't say anything about that one, but that's what he had to do. And that's what unfortunately he did. And he said that he felt very ashamed and it's very disrespectful that I am like as a boxer, right? I have a promoter who has to sell these tickets. Instead, he made me to sell these tickets. Or otherwise, you're in violation of the exclusive rights under the promotional agreement. Yeah, by the way, it's also that provision was in Ivan's promotional agreement, but we removed it. Oh my God. This is... I'm looking through the star boxing register and I'm looking at the fighters that I'm familiar with who fights a lot. As you mentioned, Carlos to come. And I also see uh, Joe Smith Jr. here who I'm familiar mm -hmm. with. Uh, Cletus Selden, I'm familiar with him. And is this buddy? His guy, his guy, he may... Oh, yeah, that's... Um, what's his name? You Selden. Just... Selden. Cletus, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. A couple of months ago, he sent Ivan via email an offer that do you want to fight this uh, this boxer? Ivan said, "Listen, like I have to think because like how much how much you're gonna pay?" And he's like, "Oh, you know what? It's off the table already. We found somebody else." That's it. That's type of offers he was sending him. Cletus, wow. I mean, I, I no knock on Cletus because I called one of his fights for Triller. This was like two, Barclays, I think, but you you're above like your classes ahead your levels ahead of cletus and it, no no disregard and no no <coughs> knock on you cletus but it's just i've been you know he's just been in boxing longer and he's just levels uh, this is just very, very sad to, it's, it's this sad. is making me very sad and it's sunday like last sunday oh, that, oh wow it's, this is like slavery. wow that's a to make you wow. work and work yeah. and work and you take all the it's money it's it's like yeah. slavery slavery Скажи, что я позвонил, написал ему в воскресенье, что забери, пожалуйста, все деньги, но дай мне этот бомб. Мне он нужен. Он нужен фанатам. So yeah, after I talked to BLK, BLK said that unfortunately, like it's, uh, you know, they cannot stretch like the time anymore. And uh, whatever he's demanding, it's ridiculous. He basically tried to make himself as a co-promoter. Co-promoter was a zero liability, zero investment, but receiving benefits. Yeah. And they said that we can't, we can't move on with that one. And we cannot prolong anymore. Like we have to sell tickets already. We have to enter into full promotion of the fight, but we don't have a release. We didn't have the signed bout agreement. So I'm going um, and also he's demanding like 50, like it was already like 50% on 55% out of you, out of your purse. 
I know, and, I know that Ivan, you you tweeted and you also sent to me that you said you were just saying, take all my money, take my full yeah. purse. You just wanted to fight, which I can understand because you want to fight. I mean, you want to fight. You've always wanted to fight Adrian Broner and it wasn't even about the money anymore. Now it's just about fighting and then saying, you know, basically kind of fuck you to your promoter. It's just mm -hmm. like, just take the money. That's what you want. Um, what, even even that, him taking all the money, he still wouldn't sign the agreement? You will be surprised. He agreed. He agreed to take 55% out of because BLK couldn't say yes. It's actually, it's violates any law, mm -hmm. labor law, I don't know, like Muhammad Ali law, mm -hmm. like any law. How can you take out of the boxer's purse 55%? Because, okay, BLK said that they're not going to put his uh, fighter, another fighter on the card. Then they said that there is no way you're not going to be our like co-promoter, like with zero investment, zero liability, and receiving all benefits. Yeah, it's not going to happen, and it's reasonable, right. right? I would say no, like to such demand as well. And then he said, "Okay, fine. So then I need fifty-five percent, and I will release him. You need Ivan, right? If you need Ivan, you will agree." But they said, "How can we take fifty-five percent out of the boxer's purse? It's illegal." Right. So, and then BLK called Ivan and they said that, Ivan, I'm sorry, like, we did our best. We tried. We literally tried to do, like, everything, to find a solution. But we can't take 55% out of the purse. So then Ivan said, please, 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 hold on, let me talk to Joe. So I know that you can't, but that's what I can do. So he called, we emailed Joe because we don't talk like on the phone. We usually, like, via emails, he emailed Joe saying, okay, so how much do you want? You want 55, take take 55 or take everything, but I need your answer right now because there is a deadline. So Ivan's attorney reached Joe. He reached him and surprisingly, Joe agreed. He said, fine, if Ivan wants to pay me, like I will take. And then Ivan's attorney basically asked him, but do you understand that this is illegal? Do you understand that this is creates liability? He said, yes, but that's what I want. My God. So Ivan, but he tried to walk away with the clean hands. Mm -hmm. uh, he didn't like the idea that Ivan will pay him out of his purse because it creates the liability, right? Ivan always can go back and basically file the complaint against him saying that he took more than like even 33.3, if I'm not mistaken, based on the Muhammad Ali Act. And uh, he wanted BLK pay him. That's this gross. Is so this is like, I'm mind blown. I, this, is it's my like first ex, this is my it's first like experience hearing meanwhile, this so he close was, up. Yeah. Meanwhile, he was uh, emailing Ivan, oh, you want this fight, right? Do you, he was very manipulative and pushy. Oh, you want this fight? I know you want this fight. Keep going. Train. That's fine. I will work it out. You want this fight? Oh, if you want this fight, I think you have to sign it. You have to sign it. Every day. That's so disgusting. It's uh, so manipulative and terrible and taking advantage of people. But that really makes yeah, me mad. The sad part, he didn't even call Ivan after. I he had a deadline. He had a deadline, but I emailed him right before the deadline. Yeah. I'm like, um, so there is any solution? Did you reach BLK? Did you send him like any, did you send him release? Did you send them release? Instead, he emailed me back, no, how about you? Have you heard anything from them? <laughs> 
after he's already said that you are supposed to reach out and talk to them directly and everything as yes. they go through yes. them, just giving yes. you a runaround. Yes. Oh, and right after sad. he reached uh, the journalist, right after, like after the deadline was noon, and I think like at 1 p.m. he already was giving his interview, blaming Bill Gates. So, yeah, he was blaming uh, BLK left and right that they so bad they couldn't make a fight. They couldn't uh, organize. Like, the organization is horrible. Like, the people, they don't know what they're doing. They're new in boxing. And if they so bad, why did you try to put yourself inside and became a co-promoter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the most we, I mean, I saw a little bit of what Joe said to uh, Abraham Gonzalez um, for New York Fights. And he said, I did see what Ivan was tweeting, and he didn't really want to comment, but he did say stuff about the B, about BLK. But it was it was so, so fresh that I didn't know who to believe. I didn't even know what was going on, because I'm like, wait, there's you're not fighting? I would, you know, I thought, I really mm-hmm. thought it was just, it, was, it could be fixed. But now that you, sadly, you have to move on. Have you reached out to Adrian Broner? Have you talked to him about, you know, sorry, this couldn't happen? Maybe we can fight one day. Я говорил с тренером, я извинился перед его командой, извинился перед Берилкой. I talked to his coach. I didn't talk to Adrian Broner directly, but I talked to his coach, and uh, I was apologized that it didn't happen. And I appreciate them because Adrian could choose anyone, right? But he chose me, and I truly appreciate it. When I found out about that fight, about that offer, I was literally jumping out of my pants. I Ivan said that he's looking forward to be at his fight and uh, he will support him. That's you absolutely awesome. should go and yeah. make all the noise, do all the interviews, talk yeah. to all the journalists and, and make your story heard. There might be fighters that we don't know who have long gone off and done other things in their life, who are probably stuck under the same type of, of agreement and have never fought again. Don't let that happen to you. Yeah. Go Ребят, to the fight. I mean, it's hard to explain, but so you understand that I've been dreaming for this fight for a long, long time. The first time when I met Edwin Warner, it was 2010. Since that time, I already had in my mind that I want this fight. I want this opponent. I want to fight with him. And finally, when my re- my dream almost came through, it was destroyed. Destroyed for some stupid, greedy stuff. Like for it, it's it's very disappointing. I мечтал об этом бою. Я начал готовиться к нему. Я потратился на лагерь свой и что я получил? Ничего просто депрессия. You know, basically, I am left with an uh, empty uh, plate right now because uh, I already invested not only my time <coughs> and uh, my health, but I also invested some financial towards my camp, and it's uh, for nothing. Oh, God. We can send you a good referral. Yeah, we can send you. I mean, the, your, the next step right now is go support Adrian. Uh, go, go support the sport that you love. Uh, be vocal. 
because they're like Giandra said, there could be people out that, that have suffered in silence mm-hmm. that may that may be like, oh my God, I've been through this. Not necessarily with Star, but with maybe other promoters that have done this, and let them know that th- this is not right. Mm-hmm. This Absolutely. is not right. You're the one fighting in the Absolutely. ring. You put your life on the line for all of us, and for people to just want to take money out of your your kids table the food that you feed your family that's just absolutely disgusting to me yeah but that's how they make money because of the boxers and yeah. i face like it it's unfair so basically the promoters make money managers make money venue makes money i don't know beverages makes money but how about the boxers mm-hmm. you guys make money because of them so treat them treat them well mm-hmm. respect them so I even said the Joe invested like a zero towards me, but he tried to take everything. Gross. Ugly. So it's really disgusting. Well, Ivan, we 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 really are. We feel for you and your family. We really we are so sad to hear that um, the sad, the fight wasn't happening. But it's also it's heartbreaking to hear what you're going through, what right. you what you're going through currently right now, what you and your family have gone through. Uh, but we wish you the best. We will send you a referral. We'll mm-hmm. talk to you about it off um, off camera. Yes. And hopefully they can mm-hmm. help lead you in the right direction of certain things. And uh, we're going to see you back in the ring. We know that. We love to see you back in the ring and uh, continue your career, whatever you're going to do. Hopefully not under Starboxing. So exactly. hopefully <laughs> no. <not. laughs> but just just way, keep it's... amplifying your story. Yeah. Yes. Ivan uh, sent him email several times after the Saturday, after the Sunday, ask him, like, uh, release me from your, like, let me go from your contract. And he's silent. He's not even answering his emails. Mm. Like, nothing. Keep all those emails. Yeah. And I really hope that it. this story is going to be a good lesson for other boxers. Yeah. I understand that most of them probably quiet because they're afraid to speak up, exactly. to yeah. lose the fights, they, they, to lose they, yeah. uh, connections. or. Most of them, because the legal, okay, find the attorney who will represent you or at least advise you, it's pricey. Mm-hmm. It's pricey. But n- not all of them makes like that much money. And after the whole distribution, they probably like, you know, left with uh, some amount to, okay, survive for the following, I don't know, three, six, I don't know, months. So, and they don't have like an extra money for the legal advices. Like, for example, uh, the fighter Takama, like, he's already 39 years old. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. 36 when he signed up with Starbucks, and he has kids, he has to feed kids. He, he has to make money, but, you know, unfortunately, maybe, but the most of the boxers, that's the only thing they can do, because they've been training since the childhood. Mm-hmm. Their entire lives dedicated to that. Um. Well, we want to thank you both for coming on to the show and telling us your side of the story uh, because there are things in social media. The story is out. No one knows exactly what was happening. We read through uh, your social media of what you said. A lot of it's it's not necessarily broken English, but I just didn't fully understand it. And um, I didn't know why you were blaming Joe. We did not know all of this, but thank you for sharing your story. And we will make sure we share your story. Thank you. I'm so thank you for so much for Adrian Bronner team and BLK Prime. This is good company. Oh, good. Thank you, guys. And we wish you the best of luck. And we'll be checking in on you. And um, yes. yes, we will send you some stuff. Yes. Thank, thank you, so guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Mm-hmm. Bye.
Well, I am. That That makes me so sad and so terrible because there's already so many jacked up things that happen within boxing, just the physicality of it, the injuries and the work that goes into it. And then you hear someone taking blatant advantage of someone. It's come on, audience, let us know in the comments. 55%. And then if he wears someone else's patch, like if he goes out and gets some type of sponsorship, oh. 75% of your purse. Whoa. Not of, if not I understood her correctly, not of, not of the sponsorship, not sponsorship deal. The purse. The purse. If you wear an unsanctioned patch. Get the fuck. I wish somebody would. And you know what? When you said this is like slavery. It is. And you know, like for a lot of people, they'd be like, I was taken back. But I'm like, you're right. It is. Three fights, three fights, two fights over the course of three years. And someone is taking 50 to 75% of the purse. And then within that 25% you take, you still have to pay your cut man, your trainer, and all of your your sparring partners and all the expenses that come with boxing. That's that's ridiculous. Nothing. Nothing's That's crazy. Left. That's crazy. Oh, my God. I just, I'm I'm really, really sad for him because did you yeah. see, like, I felt like he was going to cry. I it, thought so, too. I, I Usually, he speaks English, but I think, you know, when you're in depth, when it's, English is a second language, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy his wife came on. And mm-hmm. luckily, she knew what was going on because a lot of wives are not part of the team. They're not managers. They don't understand. So... Uh, it's just really, at least she was there to be like, wait, hold on, this provision, wait, wait, wait this doesn't make sense. So um, I'm I'm hoping their lawyer is really like, I hope. You know what? That's a great segue <laughs> to talk your shit. I'm going to talk my shit. You go on, girl. About this segment and then also something that I see a trend in social media. Shout out to Red Catch's wife, Anya. Mm-hmm. Salute to her for taking it upon herself to contact them to find out what the hell is going on. And I also think of Monica Bradley. And yeah. I also think of Crawford's wife, um, Crawford's lady, who went back to school so she could know more things. Or 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 Jordan Plant, or even all of these ladies who are involved in their husband's career. Because these are the people who are going to hold these fighters down when everybody else is uh, playing armchair quarterback on a Monday, talking shit on Twitter, doing YouTube streams or whatever with all these blatant conspiracy theories. None of you are helping these fighters, but then you have the unmitigated gall to talk about these fighters' wives on social media. It's gross. Fucking stop it. Oh, my God. I saw that with Tim Bradley's wife. Fucking stop it. You know what? It's gross. Grow up. You need Jesus in your life, mister. Whoever started, uh, I did not like that. that or a good right. open-handed slap in the mouth. I wish <laughs> right? Tim Bradley would. They right? Stop. Tim I Bradley w- will punch the shit I, w- I would love Tim Bradley. Say it to my face. Say exactly. it to my motherfucking face. Pull and up. See what happens. That was some rude Stop shit. talking about people's wives. Stop talking about people's kids. Yeah. If you want to be a fanatical fan of the sport, do that. There. Uh, hey, it takes all types of fans. Leave wives and kids out of it. it it's just gross, and I'm sick of that. I it's know. so low-hanging fruit and dumb. Well, that was some good talk your shit, Jay. Fuck these people. Right? Yeah. What a way to end the day. We've had a great day, and uh, I didn't know how this... I, I knew this was going to be a really uh, heated topic, but I didn't know how this, I, I'm just floored. I am so floored. I'm really, I'm sad. If you I'm are, if, if you're fans of, uh, of Ivan Redcatch, obviously we don't know Joe DeGuardia's side of the story. What they're telling us sounds pretty jacked up. But if you are a supporter of him, 
tweet at him, make some noise about it. Mm-hmm. Listen, he told you about Carlos to come. I know you've enjoyed fights of his. We've seen he's had uh, issues like this with Chris Algieri. Make some noise. Amplify this topic. Get off of Crawford Spence and all that arguing and amplify something like this that's meaningful. Right. Yeah, this is the stuff that needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. So at least he's going to go and support Adrian Broner February 25th in Hotlanta. He is now fighting Hammer and Hank Lundy. He is, uh, I saw it on, so, some people were like, who the hell's Lundy? I'm like, oh my God. You, uh, apparently y'all don't know some, boxing They then. must be some children <laughs> if they don't know who that is. But it, it is a good fight. I mean, uh, just his record is 31 and 12. When one draw, fourteen knockouts. I mean, he's been it. He's been it with Crawford, uh, Cepeda, Victor Pistol. Mm-hmm. So he's been in there with some heavy, heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. So I, I really want to see how Adrian Broner is going to perform. He looked. It, I was watching. Um, uh, oh my God! What is his name? Ugh, reporting. Um, Ellie. Ellie. I was like, what is Ellie's uh, interview with him yesterday on YouTube or this morning? And it was like, Adrian Broner's maturity. I cannot believe it. It's like watching a totally different dude. Mm-hmm. And I love it. So I want to see how he's going to come in the ring. I mean, you still can have your, you can still have your hairbrush and you can totally wrap in the ring. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just do your shit. But uh, I want to see how this fight's going to play out. And uh, I can't wait to see how BLK performs in this one, in this promotion company, and how Chrissy Martin promotions is going to be putting this one on. Kudos to you, women in boxing. Women stand up. I stand by it. Yeah. See, last year when we were doing season one, I said five years women's boxing. So now we're into the next year. Four years. I know. Right now, women's boxing. Okay, well, we are out of time. We wanted to talk about some of the female fights coming up. But that will just come up next week because we'll have a show next week. We're back. (laughs) We are back. We know you missed us. Yeah, I know, Travis. Oh, yeah. I missed you guys so much. All right. Well, then. Again, you're going to have to f- come find us season two. We are back 2023. Giandra and I are here. We are ready. Thank you again, Holborn Adams, to our fabulous laptop sponsors mm-hmm. uh, and all your legal needs in UK and Dubai. <laughs> legal needs legal for needs. boxers. Boxers. If you're having a dispute, call Holborn Adams. Call Holborn Adams. I'm going to sing him a jingle. I'm going <laughs> to. We're going to send it to them for sure. All right, we need to wrap this up. Um, Again, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. I'm Cynthia Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf. See you guys at the fights. Bye, guys.